Here's Blake to Roy. This is for the Hello and welcome into the Backyard Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Scott, and joining me this week, as they do every week, Tyler Bagginstoss, Kyle George, and a very special guest, a Blazer fanatic in his own right, an AI art specialist as well, the one, the only Joey Fishback. Joey, how you doing? Doing good, Con. How are you guys doing? Doing good. We, we just did this off camera, too. <laughs> yeah, but now we got to do it off camera. That's yeah. the beauty of this, this showbiz thing. Um, but Joey, you know, I'm doing well because I finally had a couple days to let the Blazers draft lottery, uh, results hit yes. me, been able to pay attention to Twitter a little more and see, uh, see what kind of mock trades we've seen go down as well as see what the rumor mill is holding for us. I was curious to hear your immediate thoughts when you're watching the draft lottery on getting number three. Uh, I mean, there was like. Everybody was going to be mad if we didn't get one. That's just how it was. Yeah, I was disappointed. But I was disappointed, but I think I probably realized what you did afterwards, you know, a few days after. Like, we had uh, probably – I think we had, like, a 30% chance of getting the sixth pick and a 30% okay. chance of getting a top three pick, meaning everything else could be worse, you know, basically uh-huh. – we had a 60% chance of getting a worse pick than we got. So we beat the odds. Yes. And also by looking at the draft, looking into it, it's a three person, very heavy draft. So basically we just don't have to make a hard decision and it's kind of whoever falls to us. I've been looking into it. I'm cool with any, either of them. Yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, you're talking about Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson, you know, if we were to, um, take the pick and i i think i agree with you i think all of us here agree with you because the more i watch scoot henderson highlights the more i want him to be a trailblazer <laughs> Dude, he's then, perfect i think during the draft lottery i was a little initially down on brandon miller um if he fell to three but you know after kind of doing the same thing watching highlights and mostly just buying in on the hype on blazers twitter um, it would be nice, you know, his length combined with Shaden's length and they kind of could play off of each other pretty well. Cause Brandon Miller doesn't have to be a scorer as much as no. kind of an all around type guy. And he's a good shooter. Right. Right. And just kind of a controlled, you know, facilitator on the court. Makes so plays. Yeah, I, exactly. Kind of would be that do it all like Lamar Odom style. Um, player which would be really nice to have obviously so I've kind of bought more into that than I initially reacted to during the lottery because I think at first I was saying if if Scoot goes to trade it no matter what and now I could buy into Scoot or Brandon Miller Um, I yeah I actually I actually I, I think I want Brandon Miller which is probably a wild thing to say but I mean Scoot's 6-2 He's super athletic. He doesn't have much of a shot, which is fine for us. We don't need him to shoot. We just need him to play good D, which he does, which is why I feel like he's a good fit for our team too. But the reason why I like Brandon Miller is mostly because all of the criticism on him is character issues. There is no flaws in his game. Like, his he's really good. And 
I think I also worry a bit about Scoop being in the G League because he's already basically playing basketball for a living. You know, it's like when you watch Scoot, he basically has like a grown man's filled out body. Yes. Which right. is something that Brandon Miller does not have yet. So Meaning Miller could grow more. And I, I just think Scoot has done some of the development that you see sometimes rookies do after, you know, going into their first year, even like the second year. So Scoot's kind of already performing like that. So he's also probably more of a plug and play, but. I think the ceiling is so high with Brandon Miller. Mm, okay. Do you think – so I guess a question um, for me there is, like, if we have Scoot, is that a six-man type of a situation, or how do you pair that? Or are you assuming, you know, that's a trade Dame scenario? I – if we – I want to keep Dame no matter what. I Can I bring something up uh, as a, an, a trade option that could happen – while Absolutely. also still taking the pick. Um, yeah. And I don't even know if this, this, this intrigued me. And it's a thought starter. Trade the third pick and Ant or Nurk. Um, so Ant or Nurk or Ant and Nurk. I don't know exactly how it works out, but you would trade it to the Magic and get Wendell Carter Jr., the sixth pick and the 11th pick. Because they have the sixth pick in this draft. They have the 11th pick in this draft. But like Joey was saying, is it's like a three-person draft. You know, six kind of loses its value because you got all those guys up. They're right. saying five through twelve is like a toss-up almost. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I think, think so, doing so, three and ant for him would be a like that's a huge overpay. Like Wendell Carter is pretty good, but I think him and I think three and Nurk for that would make a lot of sense. Okay, uh, okay. But I don't Dude. know if the Magic would do it. They would have to want to trade no. him, though, right? Because Nurk isn't as good as Wendell Carter. So it'd, it'd be all about getting Scoot for them, right? Is it'd that kind of your idea here? It'd be all about getting the yeah. free pick. And but, Wendell being like a guy that tries hard, a little undersized, but better than Nurk. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think and so. Give, a, give us 11. assets a trade, too. Because, six, I mean, 11, well, and 25. Six and 11, you could flip for, for a lot of different or, things. Or, that opens or up could, a lot of doors. Yeah. One. So... That kind of brings up a whole new conversation, which is basically where you guys are at with the Blazers and what you want to do, because that kind of determines everything. Right. And and that's obviously what we're talking about here. So let's stick on this side to like the let's start with the trading the pick scenario, because the Blazers have been vocal so far about wanting to trade the pick um, and and wanting to you know, kind of build something around Dame here. Um, And so let's start with that side of things. If you want to consider keeping Jeremy Grant or not with the contract, that's all up to kind of you. But I'll run through some players and and just talk about maybe what you think we'd have to give up and if you'd want to give that up. Um, Okay. These are are kind of the popular ones on the rumor mill. And if if, if you guys have one, you can shout it out as well. But let me just basically paint a picture because I'm sure okay. some people listening don't know, you know, like exactly where the Blazers are at, which, you know, determines what we want sure. with these people. So basically, Damian Lillard, we have him. He's making max deal 45 mil next year. I think everybody in the league would take that. Yes. Right. So that's good. Then we got Ant. He's making 24 mil, which is a lot, right? That's a huge hit to our cap, but I think there is teams who would take that. I think we're probably Definitely. one that doesn't love that, asset. but yeah. he is an asset to some teams. 
And then Jeremy Grant is known to be on a valuable contract, by the way. Around the league, the view seems to be that it's a valuable contract with the with the increase in the cap that's coming. That's awesome. And because he's so young, still like yeah, he's, he's still only twenty three. That he's good. Like if you need yeah, a he's score, a, he's and, an NBA player yeah, for sure. He's a good guy. So then we got <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy Grant, who like you were just saying, he's he is not yet back on our team, but I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll probably say he's what twenty five mil this time around. Value. Five years, thirty million is what is being floated. In the media, okay. I'm not. Thirty I don't million have connections, per as year. Everyone knows here, but just whatever. Thirty million per year. Thirty million okay. a year on yeah, AAV. Okay, so after those three guys, which Jeremy Grant is also not locked up with us. After that, we have Yusuf, who is sixteen, seventeen a year, which is a a medium contract, and it's probably just what he's worth. Nobody loves that, but nobody hates it. That's the whole thing with Nurk. Do we like him or not? I no. don't know. I think it's the worst deal in the league. Really? Okay, well. It's we definitely not the worst deal in the league, but I, I think Blazer fans are just tired of Nerf, right? It's not the we, worst we deal in the league, league, but it's not a bargain because he sucks. Well, he's just a <laughs> pussy, and he's been injured, and you got to hope that he's coming back, like, form Nurk. And if if he does, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're just that's, – yeah. that's what we got. We got Nurk at 17 mil. After that, it just totally drops off. That's really our shit. And then we got Shaden Sharp at six. Great deal for us. That's like free. Cam Reddish is at eight, which is probably about what he's worth. Thibule, six. Nasir, six. After that, we got three mil. Kevin Knox, three mil. Andrew Nicholson, three mil. Keon Johnson. Uh, Trenton Wofford, 1.8. I think that's huge. Trend in Watford on 1.8 million a year, I think, is a great deal for us. Eric Bledsoe, 1.3. That's good, too. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's other than that, it's all just kind of okay. sweet nothings. So, right. To kind of summarize that for, for people, though, is that we're over the cap. We don't have money. Like, when, when we sign Jeremy Grant, we will not have money to spend in free agency outside of the exceptions. That's an important yes. note. Which which also really doesn't matter for us because we don't get no. anything in free agency. Like it's all about trading. Yes, um, well, that's correct. It's it's true, Joe. We don't get things in free agency okay. that, that help us. Okay, but let me say this. Every team in the NBA only needs one star to win. It's true. Every team only needs one star to win. If you have one star, I don't think you that's win. true. I, I don't mean, think that's true. Unless it's at, I don't think that's true. Look at Heat. Look at dude. So many of these teams. Jimmy only Butler have and Bam. One. Does Bam count? Chris Middleton, I mean, Drew Holiday. Does Middleton count. People would yeah would put McCollum ba- in that ballpark. But if we trade McCollum for any of those people you're talking He's about, he's not an All Star. CJ was never an be- All Star. These are guys that on teams that had two okay. All Stars on one team. Fair. That is fair. Like but- actually, All Stars. I mean, CJ was very close to All-Star. Did he never make an All-Star game? No. No. Okay, well, that's what Dame had to work with this whole time. I know. Middleton's a free agent. Middleton was in Milwaukee. Are you telling me Middleton will come here if we have the money for it? If you, if you, t- if you take that team we had, trade CJ for Middleton, do we maybe beat the Warriors? I, we got I mean, swept by him. I don't know if Middleton I still don't think so, dude. 
No D. We had literally no Didn't D. they have KD or no? He was hurt during that. Really so. We had Evan Turner, dude. We had Evan Turner, Myers Leonard. We were on all that shit. <laughs> why are you bringing up bad memories? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's move, let's move this back to okay. the point here. The Joe. point is that basically everyone is looking at what's happened in the past to say what will happen in the future with the Blazers and Damian Lillard, right? But the past has been fucked up the whole time. <laughs> there was like Damian's rookie couple years, we had a good team, and we were like legit as fuck. <laughs> After that, dude, we had Neil Oshie paying Myers Leonard ten mil a year, you know, and we were stuck to that shit. Worth now, every penny. Basically, what I see <laughs> now is we have never, you know, we've never spent our money on what will complement Dame. Ever, all of our all of our second biggest bag has always gone. To, to a, a guard. liability on defense guard who basically just overlaps very often with Dame's asset that he offers. I think we're all in agreement here with that. Yes. So, we're in agreement, but that's kind of like what we're avoiding, right? Is because Jeremy okay. Grant's not going to be that. And Anthony Simons is like the main trade piece that everyone's talking about. So in theory, we're not going to, we shouldn't be in that situation after this offseason. That's kind of the hope amongst Blazer fans, right? Exactly, dude. Exactly. And that's why I'm excited. And not only that, but this whole time, we never had like a Shaden Sharp prospect plus Brandon Miller, you know, as our youth development pieces. Like, they're going to be good. Dame was like contributing to our good team right away. I expect them to be good this year and they're cheap as fuck. Plus, we have Dame, who's, to me dog in the playoffs and just good as fuck so if we just surround him by just straight up defense i want to see what happens all right that's an interesting theory i'd say and we have what it takes we do just have to trade ant we can't have ant and dame like we have always had the only thing I'd, I'd say against that is the fact that, like, I think that's still expecting quite a bit of production from Sharp and Miller in a rookie and second and sophomore season. Like, to say we have enough by just trading Ant is a pretty big statement, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't think like, we're even, like, close to Joey, it. Joey, don't you to have to honest. attach the third pick with Ant to make anything valuable? I just think if we can just, like, there's so many people out there this offseason that are like solid, like Middleton, for example. Like if we, we don't put money, but they're free agents, we right? We don't we it. we have to swap the money. But let's say that yeah, we trade Ant for, you know, cap space or whatever. Then we do have it. Or we could trade him for people too. So it ultimately depends on Ant. He's the ultimate piece of this. If we keep Ant I think we might as well trade Dame. I don't know if there's a team in the league that has $24 million of cap space. I could be wrong on that. But well, we like could Charlotte. trade Ant for like <laughs> yeah, <know>, maybe <laughs> a guy that's like him, but like a few years older and like defensive minded. And the team has offensive needs. I mean, that'd be right? OG and an OB basically. Is that would like be what you'd be asking for, but see, even then, it's like we'd have to send Ant and a, a bit more, probably a lot more. It's a lot of work on our GM. He's got a lot of work to do, but it's yeah, awesome it's, a, it's because definitely the pressure cooker for sure for him. It's just great because 
so many off seasons, recent history, we have just been hands tied to bad shit. 100%. Yeah. yeah. At least now we get to play around and. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Joey, if you're saying that this off season is everything, then you would be correct. Big because it, it does seem to be that way. And, Dame... and I see a route with Dame. It's kind of my thing. It's like the best route we've had since we've had him other than like his first year. Okay. Yeah. I think this is probably one of the more, I mean, I've been optimistic every single year. I thought we were going to win last year, but um, <laughs> Me too, dude. it I, does seem like something is different. Like it's not the same old, like we're not settling for things like Cronin has been, you know, shown to blow it up, you know, make moves. Like we, dude, all we've been been, asking for, we just need been a shot. Like we need to, we need to go all in for, you know, we have a two year, yes. maybe three year window that we can run it back with or run it with, crew of guys and then tear it all down and <laughs> suck for 10 years. But I, I would love to take a shot soon. And so if we're talking about taking a shot, let's assume I, I, I really think you'd have to trade the third pick to do anything relevant enough to take a Probably, shot. Yes. Uh, so let's assume True. we're doing that and, and say a guy that's on top of basically everyone's list, like Jalen Brown, uh, Kyle, oh. I think you've been a big proponent. There it is. Oh. Uh, what do you think is the package we'd have to give up, and would you want to do that uh, to grab uh, Jalen Brown? Hmm. I would love to get Jalen Brown. I mean, that would that would change everything for this team. I mean, I, I don't think just training for Jalen Brown is enough to make you a true contender, but I think getting him on your team opens up a lot of doors afterwards because I think when you – have a team with Damon Jalen Brown. I think all of a sudden those like vet men options come into play that I think you could actually convince some people to come play in Portland. That's right. a big if, but I think it, it becomes a little bit more realistic when you have two true superstars, two all NBA players on the same team. Um, but yeah, as far as a package goes, it's, you know, it, it would, in my opinion, I don't think Boston would do it without the three pick. Oh, no and then way. you'd have to no uh, yeah no way i mean he's literally an all nba player there's second no shot team all can... nba i mean that's yeah. a top 10 player technically so it's i think we can all agree that that has to be included i i have seen some people throw oh you don't have to include it i think that's absolutely ridiculous i think you absolutely do and then i think anthony would have to be included and then you got to do more i i honestly think you do like it seems yeah. like an overpay, but the Blazers are going to have to overpay regardless, I think. I, I don't yeah. think they're in a position of leverage to where they can get a good deal if you're trying to build a team like this around Dame. It's, you're backing yourself into a corner to where you don't have the luxury to make, I guess, like great trades. I mean, you're going to have to overpay, and that's just the reality situation. But I think those are the two main pieces, and you probably have to give up more. Yeah, I think I, I would I would tend to agree. Tyler, Which Joey, would you want to do counter? that? Would you want to? Yeah, I guess is a great question. Yeah, if you're telling I mean, me if, if you're telling me that if if they're going to make that deal for Jalen Brown, I'm I hear it from multiple guys that it usually means that the player has agreed to sign there, which means we would sign Brown to that max, right? Which would mean five years, which would mean Dame and Jalen Brown together for five years. And then assuming right? he doesn't ask out at any point in time I'm, during I'm, them, but that also I mean Kawhi Leonard didn't do that they he was a one-year rental but they won a championship <laughs> yep i'm just throwing it out you know i'm just laying it out there like yeah if i, I would love to have damon jalen brown for five years and basically figure it out from there roster wise you know pit, plug um i think that's 
Yes, no brainer for me. And and Brown's young. Really? Like, He's only twenty six. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh 100%. yeah. You would do third pick, uh, Ant and Nurk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you're saying they take Nurk, then double yes. <laughs> yeah, Joey Nurk doesn't have like good value around the league. He was terrible I mean, last year, like really bad. He's been bad for multiple years. Joey, I think I'm kind of I'm kind of with Joe on this a little bit. And sorry, Joe, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think like a lot of Blazer fans are very like of this. They hate Nurk so much that they just want to trade him. But it's like you have to replace him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you can't just you I can't totally. just get like he's. He's totally like he's not. We don't love him because of all the shit he does, and we put up with it for so long. But in the grand scheme of things, I mean, uh, so what, what would you rank Nurk? What would you rank him in terms of one through thirty of starting centers in the league? Where do you think he falls? Like in reality, like be honest. I think he's exactly. probably in the fifteen to that's twenty ex- range, right? Exactly. So he's middle of the road. Yeah, I would. That's it, my yeah. thoughts. To end last year, I'd put him like twenty to twenty-five, probably. Like he was, yeah, well, he, 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 didn't, like Walker he didn't even affect defense, and that's the one thing he used to at least do. But he was, he didn't was give he effort. Hurt, or what was his deal? I think he was just not loving basketball at the time. Huh. It, or maybe he was hurt. I don't know. But it well, was I just, anyway. We're getting way. away from the point, I guess. But, but yeah. and he's a good, he's a good. Uh, Capital I, I told, in a trade like 16 is a good number to be able to make the other deals, so I get why you that out. Yeah, but I think if they asked for it and that was the holdup, I would throw it in. Uh, um, I, I totally get that you have to replace him, and like it would be hard to do. He's a big body, and he, you know, he's a big seven one guy you need in the middle. But I, whenever I, I, I think of the Utah Jazz. They were starting Markinen at the center and had Walker Kessler coming off the bench. Markinen, obviously, sharpshooter, good all-star player. Walker Kessler, great on defense, moved well, blocked, like was in the running for rookie of the year. I, I just don't – like he's just too I, – I, he's just so slow. He's so slow. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think everybody weirdly hates their center. Like I feel like Gobert <laughs> gets so much shit in Utah <laughs> – <laughs> and he's like the top, I don't know, five for sure, right? Well, he's in Minnesota with Tennessee. Oh, he, he was looking bro. tough. He, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, he's getting a lot of shit in Minnesota. I know. Well, I'm probably yeah. being hard on him, but yeah. I think Blazer fans need to accept that there's like a 95% chance that Yusuf Nurkic might be our starting oh, center no. at the start of next year. Uh, and he'll be. I think everyone just is assuming he's going to be gone. I really don't think. I think it's more likely he's on the Blazers than than not starting next year. Which I'm no, okay I, with. I, I agree with that 100. percent It's more that I just don't want him on the roster. <laughs> it's more that <laughs> I, I hate him to. personally. <laughs> I don't even hate him. He seems like a great guy. I'd love to hang out with him. He does seem fun to hang out with. <laughs> I don't All think right. he would want to hang out with you, Tyler, if he listened to this podcast. Yeah. Probably not, dude. Probably not. Let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> to the next player I want to talk about. Uh, Ty, I want to ask you about this one, and that's Pascal Siakam. It's another um, trending trending player on the Blazer Twitter board. Um, what do you think we'd have to give up to get Pascal as well as what would you uh, do as the GM in that situation? Well, less than Jalen Brown, right? Because, I mean, Jalen Brown's second team, but Pascal, I mean, probably I'd say they're similar sort of deals in my eyes. And Kyle made a good point last time we were talking about this. Is like he has a similar skill to, skill set to Jeremy Grant. But do we have the bird rights with Jeremy so we can go over the cap with him and not get penalized? Yep. So yep. 
Okay. Um, well, yeah, if it, it, what if you're if you're making a trade like that? The thing is, you can't like lose Jeremy because then you lose an asset for nothing. Exactly. Uh, so then you would have and, to and play those two guys. Find along. someone that wants. You got to play them both. Yeah. Exactly. So then you would be playing them alongside each other. And then um, maybe you could trade if it's really not working out. But yeah, I saw that Jer- or some stat that Jeremy plays his best basketball statistically wise at the four position, which in this regard, he'd probably have to play the three, right? And Pascal would be the four, or I guess opposite of one another. But I bet you Pascal is the similar point. He plays his best basketball stats wise at the four spot. Um, I don't know how much of a difference that really makes when those two are alongside of each other, but they're so similar. I mean, right. they, they have a lot, the same style of game for sure. So I yeah. mean, I, I, that 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 move, in my opinion, considering you'd have to give up a lot, doesn't make a ton of sense. Now, does Jalen Brown and uh, Jeremy Grant make more sense alongside of each other? I don't really know, but I think absolutely because Jalen Brown yeah. plays outside. Is a three for is a yeah. three for sure, and yeah, Jeremy can play and, that four slasher rim running. Yeah, and a big point for this trade against Jalen Brown for me is that Jalen Brown's a much better fit alongside Dame, which is again, the, key yeah. to the whole operation, right? Cause he's, he can be more of just a catch and shoot guy. He, he doesn't love to dribble and he's not very good at dribbling. And you've seen like him and, and Jason, well. yeah. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they take the, they, Jalen yeah. Brown ISO just better than anyone of the most guys in the league, you know, what worries like, me so a get, little more about Siakam is that, um, He's he's also a guy that likes to hold the ball and make decisions. He likes to start the offense point. from the top of the key quite a bit. But I do think there's potential you could just run like a pick and pop with him and Dame. But I do wonder, like, is he able to produce the same way? Like, Jeremy's great off the ball with Dame. Yeah. And, and I'm sure Pascal would be too, but he's also been used to kind of holding the ball for Toronto um, yeah. since Kawhi left. So and the, and- I'd be interested to see how those two would end up playing to Dame and you know, Pascal would end up playing together. But I guess the question then, Ty, is, is it worth the the risk? Let's say the package for this is like three Ant, Nas, and then some salary filler. But Keon, uh-huh. yeah, just like the, the salary fillers. I, I just, I, I don't think that one makes a ton of sense. I'm going to say no to that one, even though Pascal's a great player. Like we're, we're talking about, we've been talking about fit this whole time, right? Like, Jalen Brown fits in better. Mikhail Bridges fits in better. Um, I just don't see the OG Ananobi, I feel like works better and you're giving up probably a little less. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say no on that, considering where we're at with Jeremy and everything. Hmm. Anyone tend to disagree with that one? I mean, it's hard to disagree with that when we don't even know what's happening with Jeremy. I guess if we sign Jeremy, I would agree with that. I think let's anticipate re signing because if we don't re sign him, then we got to lose him most likely. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's going to, he's going to be resigned. Cause we can For pay sure. him more than everyone else. So we can pay uh, him and give him a fifth year, which a lot of people think that's why we didn't extend him is because he wanted five years instead of four. So it was sense. like a, just wait till the off season. Yeah. yeah Security. Okay. Scary contract. I, I would, I would take Pascal for sure. Just be, and the reason I say that is that's assuming Jalen Brown's not getting worked out. Right. And it's assuming the asking price for, for other players that we're probably going to get to. Like, it's assuming a lot of the other ones that I would rank above it don't work out. But, like, I would for sure have Pascal on our team. He would be by far the best player that's played alongside Dame, I think, in his career. Um, for obviously, sure. Jalen Brown would be that, too. So, to, to say no to something like that when the whole idea is you're trying to build around Dame, which 
you know, that's a theory in and of itself of whether or not whether or not that's the best choice. But assuming they take that path, it's like, fuck it, start Pascal at the five, start Jeremy at the four, try something new. Yeah, um, I don't think that would really work in the playoffs as well, you know. But it's still like you would have two really skilled players next to Dame, like two of the most skilled players Dame's ever had next to him. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Okay, Joey, the next guy I was going to throw at you was uh, Julius Randle. I love that guy. Well, but <laughs> that's shocking. On a trade? Yes. I just don't want to do those trades, man. I don't want to trade for somebody like that. You, so you've, you've been leaning. Like, who do you want to trade for? Well, so basically, I look at the NBA playoffs this year. There's just the teams that are winning did it in-house through good drafts and not freaking out and, like, you know, buying a superstar who's, like, got mental health issues and he actually doesn't give a fuck about your city or your team or organization and, like, why the fuck is he going there? Like, Brooklyn, I mean – the teams in it, I mean, Miami, they they got Jimmy Butler, but other than that, they are all just, like, people yeah. they put together. Mm-hmm. And then Boston, you know, Draft. they did it all in-house. Denver, in-house. L.A. I mean, they have LeBron, the best of all time. So that's kind of, like, a unique situation. They still got swept by Denver. And, like, we're in a situation to do that. Like, we have, if you believe in Shaden Sharp, and this third pick, we have great young assets that, like, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I just. The, the, the thing I think that is missing for me is that, like, I hear what you're saying and that strategy makes sense. But we're on a, a pretty short timeline with Dame here being the guy he is. is like the He might request out, him. too, if we draft, well, that, right? That you, as well. Yeah. But even well, let's say even they must win. Like so, the, even the Miami model one, they have the best coach in the NBA, um, and then two, they also like this same group. You're right; they stuck with their young assets early, but they've also made like four straight playoff runs together. One of which was already a finals, and then this year is going to be another. Like, there's a lot of work that happens before you kind of reap the benefits of of sticking through it, and I don't know. If Dane at 36 is going to be able to produce the way like he is now and the way Jimmy Butler is now. Okay. The first thing is we have been like Denver every year until now. We've been neck and neck with Denver every year. I feel like we've kind of had a rivalry with them. Like we were on a similar path as them. And then we just blew up this year. Well, they have the best player in the league. I mean, he's incredible. I think I just believe Dame is like a – top 10 player in the league and when it comes playoff times he's like jimmy butler he becomes a top five player in the league he's better than staff and clutch i actually just think he's like that and we just got what we need we just need to fill it with defense put defense around him that's it i think yeah that's a goal i think the joey i hear your point and i i don't you know there's a lot of good points to it but i think the big thing that is missing for me is if we were to use the pick I, I was listening to uh, Tyler and I, our go-to pod, uh, Blazer Pod, Jack Ramsey. Shout out them because they provide good content. But um, their main guy was reading off the top 30 scorers in the league on their latest episode, and not a single one of them was below the age of 24. 
And so the idea there is they were kind of talking about what it means when you take a 19 year old and that, you know, yes, they can be somewhat productive, but in terms of being like a franchise altering player, that's going to have a major impact in the playoffs. It's very, very, very unlikely unless you have like a true, like, like a jaw Morant is kind of what I think of like someone that is like kind of, you know, far better than everybody else. And kind of like one of those generational type players. So I, I just don't know if like, if we did take a Brandon Miller, I don't think Brandon Miller is really like a high end contributor in a playoff team until if we're going to be generous, like 23. So that's like three or four years down the line from now. Right. And that game is uh, three or four years down the line. So I think that's where it's really challenging for Portland right now is if you do take a 19 year old to, to think they're going to be like Shaden Sharp. And even then we only know Shaden Sharp's going to be elite next year. Like we think he is, but I mean, I still think Shane has a lot of growing to do at the end of the day, and he's going to get there, but I don't know about next year. But here's the thing. This is all they have to do. All they have to do is produce more than we're paying them, and then we have an equation that can work. You know, like if these guys, he's going to pay Miller half a year. If he performs like a $5 million player, that's all we need. You know, then we're getting a bunch of value out of it. Do that twice but, with both these guys. And then we just – we, I mean, again, we just got to fill the roster with like people who can just contribute and we trust that Dame can do the scoring. <laughs> Dame is worth 79. I'd love to see us lose because we can't score and we have Dame. I'd love for someone to prove that. I mean, that happened to well, us quite a bit this year. <laughs> I mean, when he goes cold, yes, but <laughs> you can't win a title if you're cold. You know, like you kind of got to go with what you got. But, like, then would, it's, in theory, Matisse Thibault be the solution to all of our problems? Like, no, like he would be the perfect player, player, right? Because he's yeah, an elite defensive player. Defense. But it just go, kind of goes to show that, like, he's you a have piece. to have other guys that can score. He's a piece, yeah. no doubt. But all we need is yeah. pieces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're, in this, we're in this spot that's unique in, in, in two different timelines and overpaying, underpaying, you know. I, I don't know. It's – I, I hear you, Joey, and I hear what we're all saying, but but we almost we we almost have to. Like I was saying earlier, like going for it, going for the home run. You know, even though it's not quite a home run, it's probably a triple, and at least giving us a shot to get it done, or giving Dame a shot to get it done. Getting yeah. At, at what point? I mean, at what point? He's clearly I mean, not leaving. So, what are we going to take the pick and have another nineteen-year-old on the roster and be like? I think if we take the pick and get a nineteen-year-old, he's leaving. He's kind of made that very clear. Like yeah. to to say that he's not going to do gonna that, ask I think he's not listening to what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't know. We'll see. Joe. It depends. It depends. He what literally we do said agency. it. <laughs> I mean, if we if don't, we we're not going to get agency. Agency. <laughs> free agency. We are not going to. We're getting we Jeremy the ability Grant. to. That's what you're getting. <laughs> everything yeah, else is on. I, I, everything else is off the table. If we trade Ant, everything's on the table. We can overpay for people. And the, oh, we can't trade Ant for cap space. Is the thing you have to trade Ant for you the same amount of salary. So whatever we trade Ant for, it has to be twenty four million dollars worth of assets. I mean, not really, but. No, really, though. That is how no, it works. Like, you unless, unless you have to do it that way, unless you're trading to a team that, to your point, can take on cap. But, That's but how not, it works but, all the time. But what, I'm saying, but what I'm saying earlier is that I don't know if there's a team that just has $24 million of cap space. And if they do, 
it's a really, really poopy team that doesn't have pieces that we need. That's fair, but that's when we started talking hypotheticals where I don't actually know who does. You know, I haven't looked deeper into it, like actual options. But, but then but then you're assuming that a free agent's gonna sign here, right? I mean, if we have if we have cap space, I am willing to assume that a free agent will sign here if we have more money to give them. And we have like, Dame, bro. Like we yeah, don't need to get it's not as big of a pull as Harden. I don't even want is. James Harden. I don't, I almost don't even want like we, the top we, guys. But those I don't are even guys we could get anyway. We we, mean, we paid Alan Krabs seventy five million dollars. That's not that was, like a huge exactly, player. bro. But that's our old GM. That's literally True. what the problem that we don't have anymore for the first time ever. But so we in that scenario, we trade Ant for twenty four million dollars of cap space. Just to make it that's, simple, it's probably not going to happen. But no, let's just say yeah. right, so. There right, are teams that, that have it, by the way. Even doing that. What then do you do with twenty four okay. million dollars? Um, let's see. We got. I mean, so it depends what you want. We could get Kelly Oubre if we need a little scoring for probably fifteen. He was getting twelve last year. Um, Harrison Barnes, free, unrestricted free agent. I mean, he's a bit more, but if we sell Ant. We could probably get both of those guys, but that would be at market value. You know, there's a lot of stuff we got to play around, but Joe Ingles, dude, I mean, he's old as fuck, but like, I'd be down. It's so wild. Joey, like, Joey, no. Dude, this, Joey. These guys are saying, I'm like, this is not getting us any closer. Dude, like, our team's Rui probably worse. Hachimura, was he helpful for the Lakers? Yes, he was. And making five. Over... Yeah, making he's five right gonna, now. He's going to get more than five, though. I mean, what do you think you'll get? I mean, probably 10 to 15. I bet the Lakers overpay him. I mean, that's an option. Jackson Hayes is a free agent. He's restrictive, but... Uh... But listen to the... Like, what you're telling us right now is what you just complained about with the old GM. It's like you, using our money on these guys that we know aren't going to get us any closer... No, no, I was saying I was complaining that we put all of our money into a Dame clone, but worse. So when they go on the floor together, they're just <laughs> basically overlapping with themselves. Okay, so okay, if, you get, if we get Kelly Oubre and Harrison Barnes, they yeah, we get, fit in better. Is what I mean, saying. yeah, Jay Crowder. Oladipo is a free agent. Oh my god, Jay Crowder's washed, bro. And old as fuck, but like, dude, if that guy last guy off the bench, last guy off the bench, dude, you need a full team, top to bottom, dude. You, you just, you just want like, uh, two guys that are better than everybody else. But we just gotta build. No, I'm not saying role players. Last guy on the bench. We need to plan that shit. I'm like, not who saying is that. I'm saying what you're saying is not going to be a championship team. If somebody's old and we bring them in, that's almost <laughs> better, dude. We don't even need them to play because that experience is huge. If you want to build a championship team, that's huge. Okay. So you're, you're so suggesting to trade a 23-year-old that is averaging like 27 a game when he's not playing with Dame and you're wanting to trade him for Kelly Oubre. That's what I just heard. <laughs> or you heard Crowder. way wrong. You heard way wrong because <laughs> Kelly Oubre is a free agent. So. Okay, well, you trade him and then sign Kelly Oubre. I mean, uh, we're, we were talking, were talking hypothetical as fuck. Yeah, but... you were. 
I don't know. I just think we could do it. It's fair if you guys don't, but I see a impossible. It's never easy or free. You know, like you almost need something nice to happen, like what happened with Dame and up being good as fuck, you know. But all you got to do is be competitive and then who knows what will happen. I I agree with that. And I'm almost certain if we traded away Ant for cap space, <laughs> the GM would be fired. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so true. I, I, I hear you, though, Joey, but, like, you have to have a second. If you don't have a second star, then you need your second, third, and fourth player to be up to snuff, right? Like, Which a, a, up a, to snuff means CJ probably, right? No. CJ McCollum. No. Uh, but well, well, I mean, if, if you're putting them on the talent type. scale, talent scale. No, we're talking just what it is. Like he's not an all star, you know. He's yeah. If you have a Dame, and, but we agree with your point that you can't put like a Dame clone next to them. That that part is not a disagreement at all. It's just the <laughs> idea. <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. I, I, I like to know what Joey's bringing out, though. I, Joey's in the dark webs. I mean, yeah, I don't know. If I just think if we if we give Dame just not CJ, if we trade, it's you know it's all very estimates. But if we trade away, uh, and we have enough money to pay someone like we were paying CJ, but just pay somebody not like him at all. <laughs> different position opposite play style never right. shoots never shoots yeah, dude. <laughs> you know who i do want is patrick beverly that'd be cool yeah backup point guard dude yeah just have him just do all the work and Dame can just shoot. <laughs> connor what do you think about that I, I don't like it i don't like it at all you don't like it? I don't think I've liked the single thing that's been said in the last 20 minutes. What do you want, Con? I agree. I want us to be realistic. I think it's either I, – I don't think – I hate to say world. it, but I think that's kind of our options, you know? I don't even I mean, think – like, I don't – like, I really think there's only two options. I, I really think it's keep the third pick and trade Dame and start the rebuild. Because I think he'd ask out if we take the third pick. Or we'd have to, do, to your point, have something nice happen. Like someone overpays for Ant. Let's, you know, to your point. But the thing is, I don't think, I, I definitely disagree that we'd get what we need through free agency. So I think it'd have to be for pieces in like a deal. Yeah. And I'm not Which saying you have to go. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to go for Jalen Brown or Pascal and trade it all. But I just don't see it like it's hard to find a deal that even makes sense where you're trading Ant and getting a piece that like gives, you know, takes you to that next level that Dame's really going to love. Because at the end of the day, we have to convince Dame no matter what. And I, I worry that the three pick is the thing that's like it, it all hangs on. It's like if we take that, he's going to be like rookies that don't produce unless they're LeBron James, you know, like in their first year um, at a crazy level to kind of what the point about the playoffs. 
So that's why I think it's like one or the other in my perspective. And and usually the way the blade, like what they're talking about, they want to impress Dame by trading the three to get someone that has name recognition. Yep. And it, it will be someone that's not like CJ. So that part will be, but it, it won't probably, I doubt they're going to do a series of like smaller moves that fits in with the like idea of not needing the second star. I think they're in that kind of thought mode right now. If we, if we, tr- uh, if we trade Dame, we would be rebuilding, right? Like we'd yes, just be getting absolutely. picks and yeah. like, we wouldn't be trying to get anybody. We'd be right. offloading, offloading Grant, salary. We'd let Grant walk probably we'd, or sign him and make sure we could trade him halfway through the year or something. It's just weird when you overbalance one side it's like I'm saying, like a lot of these teams, they keep a consistent way of like getting players through there that is like sustainable rather than, you know, like if we do that, then we inevitably will face way too much money, way too fast. And we're giving ourselves a tiny window before these young guys need new contracts if they're as good as we need them to be to win. You know, like mm-hmm. even that strategy, I feel like isn't like it's it takes patience and it, it isn't as great get lucky. as I mean, you have, you have to, to get, get lucky, lucky with your picks too. Obviously. And eventually you're going to have to trade for experience. And, you know, these guys don't know how to win in the playoffs. Right. You know, so the like, idea would be that, yeah. we'll need to sculpt it. Yeah. Eventually. Just, and it can be hard once they all need to get paid. Yeah. The rebuild sucks too. Cause it's not a guarantee that you're going to get back to, I mean, like exactly. to top prevalence. I'm, I'm with you there. It's both both sides kind of carry the risk of like, if you trade for, if you trade the three pick at all, you know, you're basically saying, okay, before Dame's prime is over, which you know, based on history, point guards of his size, it's it's kind of starts dwindling here in the next three to four years. He can mm-hmm. shoot a lot better than point guards of his size, obviously as well, but. To expect, you know, 30 points a game as a 36-year-old is is probably little Not out. going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It'd, be, it'd, it'd be sweet if Shaden showed up as an all-star and kind of took the, take reins the reins from him. And yeah, kinda... that's a good point. I mean, there's always And this new guy. We'd have both of them. If Dame gets three years, <laughs> he'll teach them both for three years. He, But that's is... Dame's not interested. To, he, I mean, that's a part that he's come out and said is, like, he does not want to be here while they're rebuilding. We would have to be not rebuilding, right? Like we would have to be trying, and he would have to be like, "Okay, this is a try I'm cool with." He would have other, to be cool with it, which I don't think he's cool with. I think the other thing that I like about Portland that makes me think we have a chance better than others is like, if we're able to get a good roster, we got like a great stadium, you know, like pretty big. Like not everybody has the fandom that we have. That's definitely probably one of our only assets we have. If- well, all the all the small like, I'm pretty sure I heard the same thing about like Oklahoma City's fans. Like they're they love the Thunder. Well, exactly. they don't got yeah, shit else going on. But dude, didn't we have like the most consecutive sold out games in a row in the NBA or something like? Potentially, I mean, no, there's sure no denying is. that we're a good fan or we show up. We show up to. Oh so, yeah, we don't have to be as good as everybody because that's real. <laughs> It's real as hell. Yeah. It's not easy to win in Portland. You just got to, like, pick something and go for it, I guess. Yeah. Fuck I think that's, you, dude. I think that's kind of where we're at. 
Uh, okay, Joey. Here's um, a, Connor, no to Julius Randle. Boo, that sucks. That's a horrible <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm glad someone finally answered the Julius Randle question. That is kind of a boo. Uh, Joey, what do you think of Chauncey? Uh, I don't know. I didn't love him. I, he just – we had the same shit. We were super still on offense. We were lazy on defense. It was the same. The reasons I wanted Stott gone were there still. You know, like we don't have a Steve Kerr offense where everyone's running around in circles and like we just have no flow. <laughs> so I don't know. He didn't impress me. I don't I don't know. I also don't need him gone, but his sets didn't seem that great. And so here's here's a, the last Blazers question I wanted to ask each of you guys, and then we can wrap up with a couple other NBA points. Is uh Kyle, say we make a trade um of the number three pick what would be a successful season next year in your mind um i would say well it's a tough question to answer and it's because eight seeds are now competing in the playoffs right so part of you part of me wants to just be like oh he's got to make the playoffs but i don't think that's enough for what we're trying to do i think the expectation would be higher so i would say like top five team in the west would need to be would need to be like realistic. I'm not saying you have to finish in the top five, but if you can compete with the top five and maybe win a seven game series against them, which if we look at this year, that's, that's kind of been, I mean, Miami's more doable right now. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) it's it's definitely like, it's no longer golden state as the one seed winning every series. And you know, they're going to be in the finals. So I would, I personally, I would like to say top five, but I think if, as long as they're competing with the best teams in the West, then it's a success. Yeah, that's a that's a fair gauge, Ty. What would yeah. you put it at? I mean, it would be it would be in a dream world. It'd be nice to see us win a series, a playoff series next year, which would mean we kind of got in the right direction. You know, we're doing something turn things right. around quite a turn, bit at least. Turn turn things around quite a bit. Like we have to, um, not elevate, but like make the things go quicker. You know, like we don't have much time here. Like we need to win a playoff series, you know, show that we can compete. Oh, I see we're a piece low here. We need something here and then adjust for the following year. But I don't think anyone's thinking we're winning anything next year. I would say. I did. We're winning it. (laughs) And Joey, what what would you think? Like, regardless of which strategy they went with, what would you want to see as like, okay, things are turning around the way you're hoping for. I'd say just playoffs, make it playoffs. It's like Kyle said, you can win now if you do that. So I just want to be competing and like getting people experience in the playoffs. Obviously, I don't want to lose in the first round, but I would be okay if we got there. As long as we didn't like just sell the house for this year, which obviously if we do that, we got to be like hoping we win it. Well, I also think like us selling the house, I can – we're we're still going to be many pieces short of like after going all in with our picks and stuff like, and we don't really have the money for it. So, I mean, are you saying we if can... we if we traded Dame Ty? No, oh no, 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 I mean no, no, if no. we sold like all. Oh, our oh. And I think oh, okay, like... okay, sorry, yeah, right, yeah, like, that have don't... to be building something towards a championship. You yeah, wouldn't do like, that yeah, just yeah, to yeah. finish seventh or eighth. Yeah, yeah. So it depends what we do. It's kind of hard to say. I say I think if we make playoffs, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'd I'd kind of like to see like a series win, but I definitely would want to see like top eight seed at least. Like if we have to be in the play and don't be the nine and ten. We're they we're never in feels. the same situation. 
all the time. <laughs> it's always like, oh, if we could just be four through eight. Oh, God, let's make the playoffs. Yeah. You know, maybe something can happen. It would be so cool to be like a one or two seed just one time. Oh. I guess we were a three seed when we beat Denver in seven. Jokic is so good. He's so good. Speaking of which, let's let's shift to the NBA playoffs. So it's looking like it's going to be Heat versus Nuggets. Obviously, the Heat are up 3-1 versus Celtics, but be the first ever uh, 3-0 comeback. What do you guys expect in a finals that features Jimmy Buckets versus Nikola Jokic? It's, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a hard-nosed fight. You know, it's going to be tough. They're going to be um, – Jokic and Bam, I mean, they 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 seem to match up pretty well, those two teams. You know, I've, the most similar play styles out of the teams remaining. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I think Jokic is the best player um, in that series, for sure. But Jimmy Butler is shown to not really care who he's playing against at this point. So, um, I, I, th- I mean, people are saying the ratings are going to be down and stuff, you know. But, like, for NBA fans, we're going to be watching. I mean, I think it's going to be an awesome series. If, if it, I mean, I don't, there's no Boston kind of let us down. I thought Boston was the team this year, but not, yeah, not that Jimmy was, Butler's watch. That was su- surprising to say the least that they uh, shot out to a 3 0 lead so easily. I, I was thinking Boston would pull that one out as well. Same. Um, but everyone, we all underestimate Jimmy Butler all the time. Dude, so, for real, maybe well, Milwaukee. He's a savage. Dude, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, these guys, they they are snipers from downtown. I know. And they've like to Joey's point, they all got hot at the right time and have not cooled off much. Yep. Um I like them. I think I think Jokic is just the best basketball player we've seen in a long time. Like the dude is incredible. At least having the best stretch of basketball we've seen in a long time these last three years. Like I I can't see Denver losing. With him, I know. Oh, I was going to ask you to go with you. You're going Denver. I think I would lean Miami. Honestly, I think they've just beaten better teams. That's fair. That is fair. I just think Jokic is like. I don't think anyone can stop him individually, and I think their team plays so well off of him that they don't have to do that much. He gets them such good looks. Like, I feel like that they need Jamal Murray to be good. They need Murray. Jamal yes. Murray shows up. Oh my God! I, I That's very fair. Do. If Jamal Murray yeah. collapses, they will lose. That is because he's point. he's been they known to him. not show up in certain times. Totally. Yeah. This postseason, he's done kind of the opposite. To be fair, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's looking real good, real good. But I do agree. Yes. If he if he doesn't show up, I I like Miami, and Miami will probably have Tyler Hero back. Well, so that's yeah. kind wow. of a nice perk well, for their team in general. Denver having Aaron Gordon. At the four and being able to guard the other team's best player a lot of the time. Yeah, we almost we could have got him. Remember, very nice. never forget for CJ. Uh, yeah, wow, <laughs> Can't give that's all we've though. needed all along. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Oubre and Aaron Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yes, we're finals bound, baby. Uh, Joey, are you are you interested in the playoffs at this point? Like, are you watching it consistently, yeah. or do you tend to kind of zone out once the Blazers? I've been keeping up it? with it. Uh, yeah, I kind of wanted LA, honestly. I did too, which is kind of weird it sucks of me to say out loud. But I, yeah, I, for LeBron, I did. <laughs> he was just old, you know, and they were underdogs for the first time. It was probably first time I've ever felt like that, but. 
Uh, well, yeah, I guess now I, I like them both. They play the same. And it's going to be super close. Like you're saying, I have no idea who's better. Actually. I do think it's going to be like a matchup of like, obviously, again, I love that Spolster as the coach for Miami because I think he keeps you in games just through his coaching IQ. And Jokic is the smartest player, you know, outside of maybe LeBron and basketball. Dude, the way he just like, stumbles around, bro. Is, I know. No one can manipulate a game like he can, though. Like he no. is in control of everything. It is no. incredible. Yeah, yeah, no, he's been in um, the shots he, he makes are so frustrating. Like he just does these little overhead bops right the over form. the top from like yes. six feet, and you just can't do anything about it. No, and he just guys are just bouncing off his big body like it. There's, <laughs> the the man can't be stopped, and his touch is so nice. Oh my, yeah, he's. I wish Nurk was was forty percent of Jokic. I'd be so happy. Do you yeah. think that he? When he was younger, I kind of thought he was. I thought he was too. Thought he was going to be, and then he just we still all doesn't really. I wonder if we put an effort. I wonder if we undersell as fans the fact that he literally snapped his leg in half. Oh, that has to change career. everything. Because he, he was playing so well, so, right? Yeah, before he was that. in that game. He had we like were going 36, like twelve and eight. Dude, I remember. I remember when that happened. Being like, we were contending for the finals this year, and then that happened, and just never mind. That was yeah. the year we made the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, he, he can play. And his oh, no, he was... led us to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> Did he do it in the playoffs? No, it was right like before. two months before the yeah. playoffs. Right uh-huh. Yeah, round no, the I mean, deadline. I think. When you when you break your bone that bad and it sticks out your leg, it has to change everything. I know. Mentally, it was a even. double overtime game too. Like fuck, that's you know you know another thing I saw today. Uh, totally non basketball, but Demar Hamlin is back and practicing again. How do you have the courage to play football? Wow. Happens to you. Like, I would never want to take a hit again in my life. No. But he didn't even really get hit. No, he, I think a guy went into his chest is what kind of caused. Was it, it that? Or, it was, okay. I, yeah. yeah. He made I the tackle and know. I thought a guy tr- kind of trucked him into his chest. I don't think he did. I think he kind of got tapped a little, but I'm pretty sure at least from what I saw, the hit didn't cause oh. it. Oh, for some reason, I thought he made the tackle and that, like, the guy's shoulder went directly into his chest and then he got back up and then went back down. But regardless, it, anyway, I would not be playing football at that point in no, my life. I would no. be like, uh, I'm a, I don't well, want that to happen again. Even though tough, it might I guess, have been totally random. I mean, if you were doing something for your whole life and you were trying to make a living off of it. That part's true, too. The, I mean, then things might change. That is a good point. And it's the NFL. That's pretty sweet. So, yes. Okay. Back to basketball real quick. We'll wrap up with uh, two quick questions here. Yep. Um, first one, LeBron's retirement, real or fake? Oh my God, Connor, I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on it? Because. Oh, it's, it was totally we, fake. Yeah, I mean, it was. We, it's so absolutely fake, right? <laughs> no, because my, my first and foremost point is you're telling me LeBron James isn't going to take a full year of retirement tour. The, the guy that's constantly making sure he's the center of NBA media is not well, going to take his one year where every team gives him a gift and like we all that's the thing I, I don't blame him because you're arguably the best player ever I mean imagine all the gifts you're going to get at each one of these standards are going to be sick <laughs> oh, like, think that's about why the no, gifts. he's absolutely coming back like there's just exactly no, no 100% and I think another big part of it is like he has a camera crew that follows him around everywhere 
And oh, so really? I think there's also, yeah, for uh, obviously like a last dance style documentary. And I think there's also a part of it where it's like one keeps him in the headlines all summer. It makes him the top easiest. Like when there's, when we're in July and nothing exciting is happening after free agency and they're we're waiting for LeBron. summer league to start and Wemby to get there. They're just going to talk about LeBron every day. Um, so that's that just part of it. And, us. and Dane requesting a trade or something. Well, yeah, they're going to talk. I mean, that's all going to come up. Yeah. But they forgot then, about LeBron coming to Portland. They did forget about that. Uh-huh. That is true. Uh, he's not a free agent, so I don't know how we're going to pull that one off. But Does he have a player option? Not not for this year. It's next year that he's a free agent. Yeah. Um, okay, so do we all agree that's just, just fake as could be? I think so. So fake. That's hogwash. Hogwash. I, 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 th- I think I think it was I think it was fake. Okay, Ty was gonna go with us four for four fake. <laughs> uh, okay, and then what's our what's our true expectation for Wemby next year? I know I mean I you know I think he's gonna be a complete bust, too tall. Um, but what are your guys' expectations? Too tall. <laughs> like put put well, on the Spurs, I mean look at look what impact on the Spurs wins as well as just like a quick stat line. To be like, um, oh, he's as good as we thought. Spurs playing team. Okay. So somewhere probably wow. like you'd, I, I would think that would ten. be a huge success for them, right? If they yeah. were yeah. a playing team. Well, yeah. they're they they do not like Keldon Johnson, the Tyus Jones brother, or Trey Jones, like they, they don't they, have a ton of players. Zach like they I don't have good role gonna... players, actually. They just don't yeah. have anyone that can like help. Zach Collins, super good. Well, I, I, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I think he's putting up like 20 and 10. I think I could see him averaging a double-double for sure. I mean, he's going to be getting a ton of minutes. Probably win rookie of the year. Too. Um, I, I would I, I would say 20 and 10. I kind of like I like that, 20 and 10. That would be a hell of a I agree with that. I would tag on like, like a couple blocks, blocks of, a game. Yeah. yeah, two or three a game for sure. And then I would say the rookie of the year thing, it's going to depend where – Scoot goes. I think if Scoot goes to a team where like they're really bad and he is just like able to kind of do whatever he wants, I think he could easily take that from him from a statistical perspective. Just because the team he'd be on would suck, but he would put up insane numbers. I don't know. It's possible. Say say we traded him, traded the pick to Boston or like Brooklyn. How would they fit in? Like Brooklyn, he'd probably put up a ton of points. Uh, Boston might be maybe. Yeah, kind of goes against what I was saying earlier about young guys not scoring very much. So I don't know if I just but, but, but to myself, Joey's but... point Joey's point earlier, he's been in the G League. You know, he's been playing with some of these guys who are older. You know, uh, not that it's not the same for sure, but maybe a yeah. little yeah. more polished. He could be more polished. I would What's say. What's your like... call out, Connor? Oh, so I thought Connor was about to call me. Oh, I was going to say. Like you were. <laughs> I was going to say, Kyle, like no support for the dark hole, dark horse Chet Holmgren rookie of the year. <laughs> oh, it's, I forgot he's technically a rookie. It's a great point. It'll is be he technically a rookie? Yeah, because he didn't play any regular season games. It's like Greg Ode. Um, you, that's if fun. You he's going to be on a better team, that's for sure, Chad. Well, so and they made the play-in. They were exciting. They were the 10 seed. Like, if he plays really well with Shea and they were like a six seed, like a big jump, that would be – you could see it. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat Wemby because of the hype as long as he performs decent. But yeah. Joey, I'm not you... sure Chet's 20 a game, but it's all right. Go ahead, Joey. No. Yeah, irrelevant. Uh, I don't know. I honestly, I mean, he, 
I don't consider him anything like LeBron was as a prospect, at least from like what he has done. But he just has so much potential because of his body and his skills. But like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't love him a ton. I think he's going to be good. I Like he'll be good for sure. But right. like, I don't see him being like, LeBron the, at the all. next like, top player. Yeah, play, not basically. really. No, I don't. But so I would say probably like I would probably guess like 16, 8, and 2, maybe 3. Okay. Yeah. That's a good I mean that's Which a good, good. That's, like, that's, yeah. That's a, much that, more yeah, realistic. Your, that's yeah. a good point. Like that backs up kind of what you were just saying there. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be fun as hell to watch and super interesting. Him and Chet both, honestly. Kind of see what that body style's doing. Yeah. yeah. They're banging into each other. <laughs> well, do those two bang into anyone or do they just kind of next thing you know, they spark a fire. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. do you guys see <laughs> do you see the tweet? There was a tweet like, was a couple weeks ago where it was like Chet Holmgren's put on some weight and they showed a side by side photo. And I literally was like, Is this a joke? It wasn't a joke, but I was like, he looks the exact same. I was so t- I was like, maybe he's a little more defined. I was just like, wearing That's wearing heavier <laughs> shoes. Well, the angle. Just, his bones aren't about to like cut through his skin right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's still so skinny, but geez, like those elbows were weapons. Those are weapons. Sure. <laughs> true, true. We need to get them in the Jack McDonald weightlifting program. That he was Jack really did wonders, and he can probably help him out. Real. That is a good point. Any more uh, topics we want to bring up before we sign off for the evening? Are you guys doing well in your love lives? Yes, I love I my wife and love. my wife. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about you? Yes. Doing good. I wouldn't say I'm as evolved yet. But as it's going evolved. well. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. My love hasn't evolved into having a party yet. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. So you're, you're not getting married. At least I mean, not, not yet. Yeah. All um, right. Hopefully she doesn't listen to the last seconds of this podcast. Why? why? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I don't know. I think she knows that. I don't think. <laughs> it's always good to hear. I think she knows that. Well, I don't think she's out here like waiting for a ring right now <laughs> yeah no i i know probably, no probably worth, ha- probably worth going having great. the conversation so you know for sure i would i, I would mean that. i feel like we've like thrown it around just like not really doing that right now <laughs> i mean we're just not in a place to we both know that we don't have like money for a wedding it's just not really we're just I think we're just flipping you shit. I mean, I think you would know best. I think you would definitely know best. Oh, you guys are just trying to learn more about me and my love life. It's okay. That's right. (laughs) Poking and prodding. Uh Seeing what we can find. Love is great. Love is number one. Do you think think love is blind? Mm. It's all about how you feel. I'd say so. Kyle? Yeah, I would say love is blind. That's hey. my like lame answer. No, I, I it was Shrek a yes is love, Shrek is life. Sometimes uh, the truth is kind of lame. 
<laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up for <laughs> myself, Connor Scott, Tyler, Kyle, and our special guest, Joey Fishback. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. 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 A three wins the series. It's Lillard. He got the shot off.